Hey, this is Steve Campbell from the C3 Church. Thank you for joining us for this podcast. Our prayer for you is that you'll be blessed, equipped, and enabled as you listen to this message. God bless you. Hello, and welcome to C3 Church, wherever you are. It's so good that you've joined us um, for this service. My name is Stephen, and I'm a friend of the church and a trustee as well. I'm currently serving as a lead pastor of two churches in the Reading and Hungerford areas. And, you know, whilst I was a student here in Cambridge, um, I joined C3 and became part of the family, um, part of the community. And the, le- the links and the bonds have only grown stronger over the course of time. Many thanks to Pastor Steve and Angie for extending the invite to come and share um, today. It's an honour to serve in this way. Over the last few months of summer, we've been looking at the fantastic preaching series called Up, um, Psalms of the Ascent. And a psalm is a song or a poem used in worship. And the Psalms of Ascent um, is a group of songs that were used as the people were walking up towards the temple in Jerusalem. The Jerusalem temple was on a hill so they would gather from wherever they were all around the world to come and share in a time of feasting and festival a time of worship in today's terms the psalms of ascent or pilgrim songs as they might be called um, are a bit like a playlist or or as i like to call it a mixtape a collection of songs chosen for a particular purpose full of classics and reminders of the faithfulness of god Like I said, it's such an honour to complete this series, but don't worry if you're just joining in today. The beauty of any preaching series is that you can join in just from from where you are, where you find yourself. There's lots of different ways to catch up, as it were, from the start of the journey back in July, or just re-watch it from today and work your way backwards. But, you know, it's such a fantastic time to do that, especially if you are ready to lay the foundation for for your life <laughs> as it were so in july john kicked us off with the, for the series psalms of ascent um talking about a book a recommendation it's by eugene peterson a long walk a long obedience in the same direction discipleship in an instant society eugene peterson if you don't know is the author of the message version of the bible special thanks to john for recommending that book by the way um it was really good um, it went. I put it. I went to put it on my wish list, and then the message popped up saying, "This is already on your wish list." We've put it up to the top, and it's what I've used to kind of help prepare this message today. This message on Psalm 129. There's a chapter on. Um, uh, there's a chapter in here called perseverance, which is a key word for us to really focus in on and hone in on today. Perseverance. Um, so like I said, check out all the preachers that have happened across the summer. Um, you'll thank yourself later for doing so. If you don't know me, um, and for those of you that don't, you're going to know me a little bit better off this. I love, 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 love a theme. So the imagery that comes from the Bible, in particular, the imagery that comes from the Psalms, resonate very deep, deeply with me because there's so much imagery in it. Um, have you ever seen a cassette tape? You know, one of the old school things that you kind of wind with a pencil if it kind of ran out of, of juice or whatever. Well, th- there were two sides to a cassette tape, and just like this preach, there are two sides to this preach as well. Side A 
is going to be concentrating on past persecutions and side B is going to be focusing on prayer. So side A is focusing on past persecution and how God delivers through persecution. And side B focuses on prayer. Prayer for the future, prayer for um, the enemies of the people of God. And I think something about we as people of God. How do we live this message? How do we live out this gospel truth? With any good mixtape, there's normally a, uh, a track list. Um, when you download it or a guide when you're looking at it and in this case you'll find some scripture references um, from the U version bible app which you can download if you haven't got it, it's free um, if you're on youtube watching live or watching via replay yeah hello it's very good to see you and you can find the link in the chat um, by the grace of god and whoever is hosting um, this morning's uh, worship um, today so feel free to be in agreement with anything that you hear that resonates deeply with you. Um, type in the chat or say aloud, hallelujah, if you're in agreement. Or write your favourite part in the chat. But before we go any further, let's just share a word of prayer. Father God, we thank you for who you are and all that you do. Thank you that we're able to walk the journey of life with you in times of celebration and in times of deep, deep pain thank you that you hear the cry of our hearts and thank you that even though um we we go through these times of challenges that we can persevere um and claim the victory in and through the name of jesus and we pray all of this in that name amen so i'm going to read now from psalm 129 um, which is the verse for today it's a song of ascents and it reads as thus they have greatly oppressed me from my youth. Let Israel say they have greatly oppressed me from my youth, but they have not gained victory over me. Plowmen have furrowed my back and have made their furrows long. But the Lord is righteous. He has cut me free from the cords of the wicked. May all who hate Zion be turned back in shame. May they be like grass on the roof, which withers because it cannot grow. A reaper cannot fill his hands with it, nor one who gathers fill his arms. May those who pass by not say to them, the blessing of the Lord be on you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. The title of today's preach is Summer, with a little asterisk because it's not just for summer, it's for all seasons, but Summer Mixtape, hang on today. So we begin with side A, looking back past persecution. We're focusing on the first four verses of this Psalm 129. Re-E-Y, when the crowd say, Bo! Selector, if you know it, you know it. If you don't, I'm sorry, um, you can get to know it, that's what. Growing up, I listened to UK Garage. Oh man, I was such a fan. And my favorite DJ was EZ. Um, one of my favorite producers at the time went by the name of Wookie. Um, this is not Wookie from Star Wars. Um, this is Wookie, the UK producer. In the year 2000, he produced a wonderful track by the name of Battle. And you might be familiar with it. It went like this. Every day is like a battle, but we'll overcome. When we get back in the saddle, faith will bring us home. Faith 
will bring us home. And in particular, the, the second verse really spoke to me and it, it, it speaks to God. It says, he will send the word that I need to restore contentment. Oh, what a trap. But over the booming bass, the synths, the kick drum, over the journey of music, something profound is being said. Something profound is being communicated. And that is very, very similar to what the psalmist is doing in Psalm 129 today in the first two verses. They have greatly oppressed me from my youth. Let Israel say, or let the people say, they have greatly oppressed me from my youth, but they have not gained the victory over me. This psalm in particular is about pain. It's about persecution and oppression, which are all very difficult topics to talk about because we all experience different types of pain, don't we? This psalm is about perseverance. There's that word again, that key word for you to reflect on, not only today, but over the course of the week as well. Perseverance. How do we persevere through pain? This psalm is a community lament that is a crying out to God. It's a declaration of confidence in God. This psalm would be written to, to remember, remember those persecutions, the many persecutions that um, the people of Israel endured over the years. It recalls their deliverance by the hand of God. That is something for us to hone in on today as well. And in seasons to come, as we walk through Psalm 129, it's about persevering through the pain and gaining the victory over those things that stand against you. Like Wookie Song said, every day is like a battle, a continuing battle, and it takes perseverance to go the distance. You may have heard about tough love before, but Eugene Peterson in this book talks about a tough faith that is persevering in faith, trusting God to get you through the hard times, especially when the pain is intense and the suffering long. The context for this psalm is the people speaking to Israel, the psalmist speaking to Israel with its many, many national enemies. This experience is sadly all too familiar today. The people in Israel and Palestine, Afghanistan, Lebanon, Syria, under daily threat of conflict, injustice and violence. The same is true in so many other lands across the world. Poverty is a worldwide pandemic. Daily affliction which invites all kinds of dangers and stresses. Around the world people live under this kind of threat, um, all the way from adverse childhood experiences to um, sexual violence to inadequate opportunities to thrive. So how did the psalmist and the people ascending up towards the temple in Jerusalem persevere? How were they able to declare they have greatly oppressed me from my youth, but they have not gained the victory over me? This is a rewind moment. You see, the history of Israel was one of constant conflict. Conflicts one after another. And the psalmist and the people responding are remembering the, the long, arduous experience of suffering that they have experienced. They experienced slavery in, in Egypt, the wandering in the wilderness, 
the various battles in Canaan and the fighting with the Philistines and other nations and even they experienced exile, exile at the hands of the Assyrians and the Babylonians. We can apply this too in our lives today. Even though they were greatly oppressed, the enemies had not gained victory over them because the source of their strength, the source that kept them going was the Lord. Our strength comes from the Lord, our shield and protector, the good shepherd. Psalm 24 says this, praise be to the Lord for he has heard my cry for mercy. The Lord is my strength and my shield. My heart trusts in him and he helps me. My heart leaps for joy. Remember that joy that um, Josh was talking about a few weeks ago in the Psalms of Ascent. It's another re-e-wind moment there, isn't there? Let Israel say, or let the people say, is an echo to Psalm 124, which I know we covered. If the Lord had not been on our side, let Israel say, or let the people say, if the Lord had not been on our side. When people attacked us, they would have swallowed us alive. But praise be to the Lord who has not let our flesh be torn by their teeth. Can you see how the Psalms of Ascent, they all reflect back on one another because as we journey together, as we progress up through this series, you will begin to understand that repetition, repetition in anything, repetition in the Bible especially, is for emphasis. You're meant to remember this. You're meant to hang on to this. Let the people say, this Psalm 129 is for all God's people. Perseverance in the faith is for all of us too. Whatever the source of your pain is, whatever season of life you're in, you too can declare they have greatly oppressed me from my youth, but they have not gained the victory over me. And that leads us to um, our, our next verse here from verse 3 and 4. Plowmen have plowed my back and made their furrows long, but the Lord is righteous. He has cut me free from the cords of the wicked. You see, the imagery that the psalmist is describing here is really quite raw and striking. The intensity of suffering is real. The picture here is of the wicked running their plows over the backs of the righteous. Imagine lying face down in the field and the sharp blades of the plow cutting through oppression, oppression deep into your back. And the wicked have no mercy. They have made their furrows long, starting all the way from the top and going all the way through the length of your back. Literally, the enemy views the human body as dirt. As a field. They have greatly oppressed me from my youth, leaving marks, furrows, scars on the body. The scars of pain and oppression remain today for many still. There are many, many examples of this all over the world, which we should be holding in prayer as the people of God. We see them in our communities around us and worldwide on TV, in the newspapers and even on the internet. One in particular that I would like to draw your attention to today is 
especially in relation to what we're talking about, is the legacies of slavery. The imagery that the psalmist describes is really quite raw in that context. The struggle continues. The scars of legacy remain. Oppression from youth. Marks have been left, physical and spiritual furrows on the body and the psyche. But then we hear the testimony in verse 4. But the Lord is righteous. He has cut me free from the cords of the wicked. We rewind back again to Psalm 124 verse 7, which reminds us that the snare has been broken. Hallelujah. And we have escaped like a bird from the fowler's snare. The Lord is righteous, that is justice and the truth itself, cutting the cords of the wicked, deliverance from every threat that would diminish or destroy. Hallelujah. Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith in Hebrews 12 verses 1 and 2, persevered on the cross in his life and ministry and for the sake of all peoples. Jesus not only suffered on the cross, he experienced great pain on the way to the cross. He experienced great pain. The Roman soldiers cut deep furrows into his back too. And their whips and their tormenting. Isaiah 53 verse 5 says this. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment upon him and by his stripes we are healed. You see the word stripes refers to the deep furrows, those lashings that were cut into Jesus' back by the whips of the soldiers. In and through Jesus we can persevere too. By Christ's wounds, by his stripes, we are healed. So we too can say despite the fact that I've been oppressed from my youth, despite the fact that I've been oppressed for generations in and through Christ, our victory is assured. The enemy has not gained victory over you. Jesus forewarns his disciples and us in John's gospel. I have told you these things so that you might have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. In and through Christ, our victory is assured. Jesus works in us and through us. We are the body of Christ and we portray the beauty of Christ in times of perseverance, in times of challenge and in times of suffering too. When you go through hardships, when you go through challenging times, guard your heart. That's Proverbs 4 verse 23. Above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Have you ever climbed a mountain before? You know, a steep kind of hill, if you were. I tend to see problems, challenges as mountains. And, you know, you walk up a mountain and you get to the top of it. That means you overcome and you thank the Lord. But then you come to another mountain, you come to another challenge and we forget don't we? We forget that we've overcome by the grace of God before. We forget that we've persevered by the grace of God before. We too often forget. Let's be reminded by the word of God. This is like where we, we you know, 
it's a cassette tape, it's a mixtape, isn't it? So back in the day when you had a tape, you had to turn the tape all the way around in order to rewind, in order to turn over and start again. And that is similar to what we need to do today. A lot of the times we need to repent, that is turn around from the way things used to be, to walk, to play, to walk up, to persevere into our next season of life. So over the last few months, what has crept into your heart in this season? Is it discouragement? Is it anger? Cast your burdens onto Jesus because he cares for you. Guarding your heart with scripture is especially important in relation to side B as well. So, you know, side A was all about looking past um, persecution, looking back past persecution and persevering through pain with the assurance of victory in Christ. And side B, the focus is prayer for your enemies. Huh? Yeah. The focus in this psalm is on the pain of being persecuted for your faith. The psalm is directed at those who hate Zion. As you can hear, there's a certain amount of vim, a certain amount of vigor uh, against those who are enemies of God. God's, God's enemies rather than your enemies. I love the psalms because they cover the length and breadth of human emotion. Part of the beauty in the journey is the struggle. I'm sure the pilgrims, those that journeyed up the hill in the Psalms of Ascent, those that were journeying to, to worship in the temple, I'm sure the terrain at times was difficult for them to, to navigate. And that's life, isn't it? Life is a beautiful struggle. That's an album titled by Talib Kweli, if you're interested. Part of the beauty of the Psalms is that they do not shy away from the hard parts of life so what do we do when going through the pain of persecution that's the question psalm 129 gives us a framework and i'm going to quickly roll through it firstly pray for persecutors to be turned back in shame may all who hate zion be turned back in shame this is verse five this is a prayer motivated by concern for god's kingdom rather than any kind of personal revenge this prayer is for all God's people who are suffering for their faith. Zion is a place where God meets with the people. To reject Zion is to reject God's people. To reject God's people is to reject God himself. And so this is where the prayer comes in. May the ones who did this oppression from my youth, those that plowed and whipped my back mercilessly, be put to shame. May they wither away like grass with no roots, so they will produce no seed. Therefore, they will feed no one. There won't be a harvest. Let no one give them a blessing. And that leads to a second observation. May they be like the grass on the roof. Pray for God to stop the wicked in their tracks. May they be like the grass on the roof which withers but does not grow. Eugene Peterson in this book, A Long Obedience in the Same Direction, says this about opposition to the people of faith. The houses had flat roofs that they would spread, spread dirt on top and that would be used for insulation. Seeds would sprout and grow out of the dirt on the roof. 
but it would soon die because we know that you know there's no root for the foundation to take hold of to grow because the sun would be pounding down on the rooftop so there would be no harvest for the people the reapers to come and take so the people passing by wouldn't they wouldn't walk past and say hey that's a great harvest you've got there my friend when you when you reap can i have some they wouldn't they wouldn't say that they wouldn't be able to say, oh, God is good all the time, all the time. God is good. Before they'd even uttered this blessing, the grass has died. And that is the prayer for those that are against the people of God. This leads to a very nice third observation on how the psalmist is praying for discernment in these times. This is verse 8. May those who pass by not say to them, the blessing of the Lord be on you. We bless you in the name of the Lord. You see, this was a blessing used during the time of harvest. If you recall, um, Boaz used this greeting to greet the reapers in the field in Ruth, in Ruth chapter 2, verse 4. It's, it's obvious. But discernment, they wouldn't use this, this greeting if they could see that you hadn't reaped a good harvest because you hadn't sown good seed. Discernment is sensitivity to the will of God. Discernment is sensitivity to the spirit of God and what the spirit is doing. That prayer is that we would not bless what God has called sinful or grieve the spirit by going against God's word or God's will. Isaiah chapter 5 verse 20 says, Woe to those who call evil good and good evil. We pray for discernment both for ourselves and others too. Romans chapter 12 verse 14 says this, Bless those who persecute you. Bless and do not curse. Victory belongs to Christ alone, in whom we are transformed, in whom we are renewed, healed and delivered. Praying for the same for the people around us. Because whenever we pray, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We are praying for kingdom principles, ways of living here on earth as it is in heaven. Jesus said in Matthew chapter 5, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. So we offer up our anger to God and cling to the words from Apostle Paul in Romans chapter 8, verse 27 to 28. These words. And he, this is God, who searches our hearts and knows the mind of the Spirit. Because the Spirit intercedes for the saints, that's you and me, according to the will of God. The will of God. We know that all things work together for good for those who love God and who are called according to his purposes. And his Purpose must be the centre of our lives. Christian discipleship is all about being willing to walk in his ways. And this is what the psalmist is reminding us of in the second half of this psalm. In the end, we will experience victory in and through Christ. And that reminds me of another song, something that Eugene Peterson mentioned in this book as well. And the song is, you might, you might have heard it before, when the going gets tough, the tough get going. It's about a tough faith, a tough faith. The annual fee for every Christian, the annual fee for every believer, no, it's a daily fee, in fact, is obedience. 
obedience to the will of God. And that's what the title of this book kind of really reflects on, a long obedience in the same direction. Up, Psalms of Ascent, as we worship, as we live our lives, maybe a sweet-smelling savour unto God as we walk up to worship. Scripture tells us it's not by the sword or spear that the Lord saves. No, the battle belongs to the Lord. Vengeance is mine, said the Lord, in the midst of adversity and oppression. Don't forget who the battle belongs to. Re-E-Y. Guard your heart. God says in Isaiah 43, when you pass through the waters, I will be with you. That's times of adversity, challenge, when the waves are crashing on you. Be still, remember whose you are. When you walk through the fire, that Daniel, I will be with you. You will not be burned. It's just a reminder of scripture in all these times. God, the promises of God, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Remember who the battle belongs to. The Lord is righteous. Our God is a covenant-keeping God, a promise-keeping no word spoken by him returns to him null or void, but accomplishes everything which he sent for it to do. So you can stand on the promises of God. And God promises never to leave you nor forsake you in times of adversity, in times of oppression. Whatever time, God is with you. We've come to the end of this particular journey. We've come to the end of this mixtape. You can turn it back around if you want to listen to it from the top. But I remind you, side A looks back past persecution. You can suffer pain and persecution, but not be destroyed. Because in Christ, our victory is assured. And side B, you can pray for your enemies. This whole summer mixtape is on perseverance. It's not just full of encouragement for today. It's for the journey. It's encouragement for life. God speaks life to us, to you and me. So we can remind ourselves by looking back and seeing how far we've come. From our youth, we may have been oppressed, but we too can testify to the righteousness and faithfulness of God. As people of God, we will face persecution, we will face suffering in this world. But we can persevere because in Christ, our victory is assured. You can press through the pain, knowing that victory is on the other side as you ascend up to worship. So that you too can testify, whatever your pain, it has not gained victory over me in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus Christ whom we love Amen Why don't we stand and sing Thank you for listening to this podcast we pray it's been a blessing to you 
Why not share it with your friends and family through social media? If you're not on the regular podcast list, then why don't you subscribe? Thank you especially to those that give. If you want to give to this ministry, you can go to our website, thec3.uk slash giving and get involved. God bless you. 